You know what it is, black and sturdy, black and sturdy, black and sturdy, black and sturdy. You know who it is, black and sturdy, black and sturdy, black and sturdy, black and sturdy. Odie, Mari, sorry, Mari, sorry, sorry, Mari, sorry. Black and sturdy, black and sturdy, black and sturdy, black and sturdy. Hey, oh, yes, no. Are you ready? Let's go. Black and sturdy, black and sturdy, black and sturdy, black and sturdy. It's the Black and Sturdy podcast with Odie and Maurice. Hello everyone, we are back for another episode of the Blackest Nerdy Podcast, the only podcast hosted by two black sexy nerds, giving you all the information that you need, that you want, that you crave, that you must have, and just shooting the shit. We're shooting the shit. We're shooting the shit. It's the best part. It's the best part of doing the show with you. How are you? Uh, oh, also, I am Maurice. And I'm Odie. And uh, together we are the... Uh, Black and Snurdy Podcast. Yes, we Where are. Where snurds of a feather flock together. <laughs> See? <laughs> Sometimes I remember to do that. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, I'm feeling good, feeling great. How are you? I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, a little bit tired. I am tired. I'm also hungry, um, and I'm a bit sore. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I'm I'm super excited to. How are you talk sore? You like, did, was it from? Like, I don't know. I feel like I maybe I slept a little wrong. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. like just being out and about. Like, it's just a lot. There's a lot going on. It's like a, it's like a long week. Mm-hmm. My body's you know getting up there, and and she's just like, hey. We would like to rest. We yeah, would, we would not well, like to you're have this. Notoriously terrible on your body. Um, as far as like you're constantly doing something, going somewhere. <laughs> you don't sit your ass down. You got like what? You're going to Thailand, Germany, uh, the Jamaica. fucking Yukon Peninsula, some Yucan shit. Yukon Peninsula. Yes, I'm going to the Yukon Peninsula. Going to? You said Japan just now? No, no. I said Yukon. Okay, you can. Okay. Yeah. Um, or kits. <laughs> well, we're going to kick off this episode. Yes. And the last episode during Black History Month. And episode 68. Yes, we're one, we're one episode away from the very special episode. And, um, and we are very, we are actually, this is our two year podcast anniversary. Is it? It's a. It's like I Is think it? it was maybe last week, but we started recording February twenty twenty one. Oh, okay, cool. So that, that is cool. Yeah, we look at that. Recording during Black History Month, we are part of Black History. Yes, black we are. Podcast history. Yes, we are. Uh, our voices will be around forever. Yes. And twenty years from now, people are going to be listening to the show. Like, what the fuck were they talking about? Yes. When the cyborgs rise up, <laughs> they're going to be. They to have us. us in milking camps. <laughs> Yeah, because apparently we're we make good batteries. Uh, <laughs> they will huddle the the small masses of humanity will huddle around a single fucking iPod, or <laughs> in which has like the entire collection of the Black and Sturdy podcast yep. downloaded onto yep. it, and listen to our voices, and they'll love it as we talk we're about get five stars and ain't shit. <laughs> Everyone, please don't forget you can find us on Anchor, on Spotify, on Apple Music, yes. wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, wherever you and download your podcast, and share. She's gone. Share, like, subscribe, comment. 
all of those things. Oh, we need back. you. We need your support. Um, but we're going to start it off with a Black History Month fact. Today's uh, Black History Month shout out goes to Andrea Jenkins, mm-hmm. who made history in 2017 when she became the first openly black trans woman to be elected into public office in the United States. Uh, she's also, she's, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> as well as being a politician, she's also a poet, an activist, and a community historian. Um, and we are shouting her out. Um, she is a. Oh, let me find where she's actually was voted in. If it's right here, I'm look okay in Minneapolis. So that's very dope. Shout out to you, um, and we look forward to having more Black trans people in government. We need it, obviously, with the amount of vitriol and hate and shenanigans that are, are coming out constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's our Black History Month fact. Look up Andrea Jenkins, Black Living History, um, still in office. So you know, if you're in Minneapolis, check her out. Reach out to her, talk to her, and you know, write a letter to her. Write a letter. Say thank you. Yeah, say thank you. What's up? How's it going? Yeah. What is an ombudsman? What is it? I don't know. It's an ombudsman. Like I, I know don't... it's a. It's like a lower rung. Politician. So the thing is, in a newspaper, right? an think... ombudsman is like an op-ed writer. They they give the opinions, but in a, in political sense, I don't know really what an ombudsman is because like because it. it's always it's always whenever you see like politics depicted in the media, uh, it's always like the first level of getting into government is like mm. a council person or something mm-hmm. account mm-hmm. yeah like uh like getting into like your local city council or something i wouldn't be surprised council. if it's like maybe a but what's lower, an a lower rung person um who just maybe they like give opinions and maybe it's like a i don't know give give advice i don't know but if y'all know please write in comment let us know Unbudsman, <laughs> if you're wish an un- death upon me. <laughs> okay. If you're an ombudsman, that might be the title. Can you please write in and let us know what you actually do? You want to know what always gets me confused? A whip. Yeah. Oh well, I learned I learned a little bit about the whip um, during that scant five or four years before Kevin Spacey got canceled. Uh, because yeah. that was that was basically like the whole impetus of uh, oh, that show on Netflix that I'm um, blanking House on of cards. House of Cards. Yes, yes, because he was he started off he started off as the whip, oh. representing sure, North Carolina or South Carolina. I forget. People. I clearly don't go back and watch it. <laughs> it's clearly like even even outside of outside of Kevin Spacey being a monster or, yeah. or whatever like that. The show was just too dry. You know yeah, what I mean? It was a like, dark, dry show. It was a dark, dry you can't show. Be dark it's and just, dry. It's just politics, and it's just like even the sex scenes seem like they're dry. Like <laughs> nobody has lube. Like everybody's orifices are like just sandpaper. Just Sahara Desert <laughs> levels of lacking moisture. Yeah. Um. Well, what, are you? What was that noise? That's the sandpaper. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
rubbing together, yeah. starting fires. Um, are you ready to jump yeah. in? Yes, to we our pop culture segment. No, because I'm ready to get these questions out questions. the way. Qu- yes, Qu- questions. Q and A. Q and A. O and M. O and M. Yes, you're correct. Yes. All right, I'm shuffling. Yes, you're shuffling these two cards. All right, you don't know which one. I don't know which is going to be closer to you. Okay, but I mean, I do. You, you. First of all, I, I didn't tell you to touch it yet. With the hand that's right next to <laughs> my hand, so that's what I'm doing. Okay, you're first. What's the best story you heard about your grandparents? Oh, well, this bums me out. Why? This is good. I don't. I don't have a lot of stories about my grandparents. You do. I've heard so many stories about your grandparents. The only story that I have about my grandparents. It, it, you don't okay. have anything about would pop. You, would you? Well, okay. What you have to understand is that, like my grandparents have been passed away yes. for well over a decade at this yeah. point um like my grandfather passed away when i was going like the, literally like the week before i started college mm-hmm. um and then yeah it it is what it is uh and then my grandmother passed away while i was in college and i feel like did they all did they all pass away while i was in college I don't know. It's it's been a long time, and so like maybe I'm just not around when people are telling stories of my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Like I, and maybe that's more of an indictment on me. I should probably be around more. be around my family more so that I can hear these stories. However, I will say my grandfather was an A raver. Uh, which a is what? an A-raver. Not, it has nothing to do with what you're thinking. What is that? An A-raver is v, a... not a B. Not a B. A B, I believe. Um, is a food merchant on horseback oh. in Baltimore. Really? Yes. When, when, I mean, I'm going to look up the, 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 pern, the how, spelling of this. Cause, I mean, how long were they doing that until... Because your grandpa was not... Um, Oh, you can't hear us? Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, can you hear us now? I just I just put the volume up. Can you hear? Yeah, let us know if you can hear us. Um, or, if we're, or if we're not projecting enough. Because you better believe, like, I can, I can <laughs> speak from voices. the diaphragm. <laughs> All right? Like, I can speak from right now in the soul where my belly button is, I guess. Uh, I guess it's a diaphragm. Yeah, that is a diaphragm. Uh, yeah. A raver. Uh, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Put A raver ba- Baltimore. All right, yeah. A. I've never heard of this term, yeah. but it's curious that your your pop would have been no not doing this. Oh, I guess it is oh, a raver. It is a B. Oh, okay. Um, but it's curious that he would be doing that. If that feels like that would have been something that finished. Yeah. AC, A rabber, A rabber. I used to say A rabber. I don't know why. But but A rabber is a a street vendor selling fruits and vegetables from. Yeah, he would sell uh, watermelons. He'd go like, watermelons. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. With a horse. Yeah, with a horse. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like that. Like, I mean, I know like Baltimore has a very long history of black people working in as merchants and doing, like, different type of hawking in a variety of 
things. Yeah. But I wouldn't think that they would have still been on horseback. Well, I mean, they, they had horse. like a horse and cart. It was like a horse and buggy. That's still like, like, that's, you can see this uh, picture right here. Yeah, that's cool. They yeah. still have some of them. Yeah, look at that. All right, well, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. There's a long history of A-Rabbers um, that I am actually curious about. I might actually do more uh, digging into this. Yeah, that's something cool. Um, might talk to my mom and be like, hey, like, can you tell me some stories about that? <laughs> And Granny too, you because sh- yeah. you know, is Granny it, Granny deserves some. Olivia, your mom's mom, or yes. your dad's mom. Olivia is my mom's mom, mm-hmm. and uh, Pop is Olivia's husband, mm-hmm. not my biological grandfather, but still the same. Thing. Still my grandfather, though. yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, I, I don't know any stories about my mom's actual father. I don't know what that story is. Um, but hey, and I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not even gonna hazard to guess. What are your father's parents' names? Cynthia and Roy. Roy Licorice Senior. Oh. I got them oh, wrong on the arm. arm. On the, I got their initials on on the arm. So that's Cynthia Licorice, and I think that's no, that's Olivia Cornish, William Cornish, Roy Licorice, Cynthia Licorice. Oh. Okay, that's dope. Yeah. Um, Shout out to them. So my grandparents, I would say, well, I, I think I already told a story that I knew about, like, my grandfather, my grandpa, Matuforo, mm-hmm. um, uh, from my dad's side. Yes. Um, but a, a cool story about my pop-pop, uh, a.k.a. Lloyd McKissick, mm-hmm. my mother's father, um, was that... He was a stonemason, so he and you know he had his own business, mm-hmm. which at the time in the fifties and sixties for a black man was in Long Island still uh, very rare, and it was also a very like um, pop. He was a popular stonemason. His yes. clients really loved him, um, and one of his clients was uh, James Brown. Ooh. And my grandmother always used to love to say how she got to go to James Brown's house. Mm-hmm. And like meet him, I guess it was probably like my maybe my grandfather had to do something at the house, drop something off, and she was probably like, "Hey, let's can I come?" Mm-hmm. Um, my nana went with him, and he was very nice. They spoke, had conversation, um, and yeah, it was he was doing work for them for a little bit on his house in Long Island. I feel like I I may have heard the story before because my response before. is about to be the same thing. Did she ask him how he was doing? Did she ask him how he felt? She did not. Okay. What would he have said if she asked him how he felt? That's isn't that the million dollar question? <laughs> I feel good. I knew that I would now. Um. Yeah. So shout out to my nana and pop pop, Ellen and Floyd McKissick, and shout out to my grandma and grandpa Matuforo and Clementine eBay. Um. We love you. All thank you, grandparents, for thank you, ancestors, that we could be here and and bestowing upon us all of your your love, your joy, your beauty. Like it wouldn't be us, we wouldn't be us without you. You walked so that we could sit and complain (laughs) on the internet. Exactly. There we go. Um. Okay, this is an interesting question. Yes. Which is the best movie villain ever created? Oh, now you know me. You know the nerd in me wants to say like 
Darth Vader. I know you'll probably say fucking Voldemort. First of all, you don't know. Uh, my <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not gonna. Well, you're life. not gonna say fucking Gaston <laughs> or uh, the one rapey dude and um, uh, uh, the dentist in Little Shop of Horrors or some shit like that. <laughs> Steve Martin or whatever like that. He wasn't rapey. I was thinking of. Was I was thinking cheap. of somebody else. He was kind else of in, abusive though. In in Greece, yeah, he was abusive. So. He could have been Suddenly see <laughs> But that's not the question. Um it might it might be in for me. Okay. So uh it could be in what the a movie villain. Okay, yeah. movie villain. All right. Because like I was thinking Ozymandias from Watchmen, uh-huh. um, but I don't think the execution. Yeah, it is a movie, but I don't think the execution of his. Oh, was as good as in. Mexico. Yeah, because like when I'm thinking of a movie villain, I'm thinking like their performance yeah. in addition to like what the actor brings to it, yeah. not just the character itself. You know yeah. what I mean? Ooh, it might it might be a uh, Joker from the Dark Knight. It Ooh, might be. Yeah. It might be. Heath he was, Ledger's he, that was fucking great... turn. You know, I don't watch that movie all that often because I, you know, like, I, I want to, like, preserve that performance. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, that's why, I, like, I, like, I, you know, I don't, like, binge it. It's kind of like Garin Lagan to me where, uh-huh. like, maybe once a year, once every few years, or, like, the Godfather trilogies, how my dad treated those, where I'll watch it once a year, once every couple of years, mm-hmm. just to, like, get the most out of it as opposed to just, like, now it's the same background shit that I watch while I'm <laughs> doing work or yeah. slacking off or whatever, you know? But I'm going to go with Dark Knight's uh, Joker. Okay, that's a good one. Um, I, just because this is one of the more recent movies I've seen, um, and I also really loved this villain, who Tom I feel... Longer. Well, okay, funny enough, I was thinking of Killmonger first. Yeah. But I have to give it to my man, Namor. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Because, I mean, hey. He's got that. <laughs> Ray, take He's me got to the DC, baby. He's got that Seymour <laughs> down in his Namors. Down in the take deep abyss. Take me to the deep sea. No, but I think in general. Take me to the river. Um. <laughs> I think that, um, like, Killmonger and Namor, I would say it's, like, head-to-head for them. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think Namor's uh, acting just a little bit better than Than Killmonger. Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger? Really? Yeah. I mean, okay. Kill- we might we might watch that tonight. Just to, oh, that would be good. Yeah, just to see. Um, but I think that um, yeah, I would say right now it would be a head to head between them. But like Namor inches out a little bit more. Um, I I loved his story backstory. To me, he's not really a villain. Actually, mm-hmm. um, he, he's an antagonist. He's an antagonist. But he's not, a, he's villain. not a villain. But um, as placed in the story of the Marvel universe in the Wakanda Forever, he was a villain. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that would be if for me. Okay, that's fair. All right, now are we ready to enter the depths of the pop culture sphere? Yes, which button do I press? Uh, you can press the blue one. This must be pop. All right, so. Otherwise we'll here dive in. Ugh. Uh. Are you ready to start off with some 
Would you like a spot of tea? <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> it was... <laughs> It was shocking. So many things was happening at the same time. Like I, I, I think I had a hiccup and I breathed, and then you said that, and then that was my reaction. Would you? Would you like a spot of tea? Okay. Uh, sure, sure. All right. Well, are you gonna spill the tea? I'm gonna spill the tea. Oi. On uh, in it on uh, King Charles ends. On uh, King Charles coronation. Mm-hmm. Um. So as you all know, yes. King Charles is. Queen died. King is now the king, but he still has to have his big party to be like, I'm here. This is my coming out party. Yeah. I'm coming out. Um, I just can't wait to be king. And so, of course, with most coronations, any sort of like, you know, coronation, inauguration, they want to have a really great, really big artist to sing at the coronation. Mm -hmm. Like, remember Obama's first coronation? He had Beyonce. Of course, that was such could you a imagine? Great could you imagine a Beyonce? Um, Do, who who performed at Biden's? Do we even know? I couldn't. Sorry, I couldn't tell man. you. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. know. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. Only one. Only other one that I remember most recently was um, Chrisette Michelle and Trump, and because she got oh yeah, because she got dragged for that. Dragged. Did she actually do it? Or she did it? Oh, well. she did it in a little Basquiat skirt. Um, <laughs> But King Charles, so he has been asking people such as Elton John, mm -hmm. the Spice Girls, mm -hmm. Harry Styles, Adele, and some other popular British acts. Probably you too. Probably. And all of them had said, Nah. Deuces. Sorry. sorry. We're busy. We got other scheduling conflicts. Um, but I think that it, it's just hilarious. And I told you, what did I tell you when he got... When the queen died, that Diana was gonna figure out how to reach up from the grave, from the grave, grab him by the balls, and say "fuck you, Charles," mm -hmm. because they're already. I mean, they have a, it's a whole bunch of contention because of the the diamonds they're gonna wear on their crowns. Who's wearing what? Who's wearing what blood diamond? Yeah, like that's been a whole thing. And now you can't find any big artist to act. Who you gonna get? Craig David. Like ah, Craig David. That's no shade to, to Craig David. I love. Oh, tell me how you see it. We can make love on night. Wednesday and on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, chill on Sunday. And you know, <laughs> listen, David. get Craig. He's look. He's. I mean, he's a popular like DJ and and like house music artist in the UK. But what if, oh my god! I'm sure what he if, would love that? What if they got Central C? Central C? How can I be homophobic? My <laughs> bitch is gay. <laughs> Not Doja. Yes. Not Doja. All right. This is my this is my plea to <laughs> King Charles. Please get Central C to play your ceremony, please. inauguration, whatever the fuck it is. Do like, it. please do it because there's nothing better than the royal family being sworn in with this long hegemony fucking... <laughs> Legacy to just some Listen. dude who's just like, how can I be homophobic? My bitch is gay. Please do it. Get some drill artists in there. Get some drill do artists. Want, do you want to feel? You Storm want the? Lee. You want the black and, and and colored folk of the UK and the world to uh, appreciate you 
and to forget about all your racist colonization and imperialism. Get them. Get some drill music. I want to I wanna be sturdy at the inauguration. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I understand why people like Adele would not sign up for this because they're not trying to get Chrisette Michelle. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to get canceled or dragged for performing at this extremely outdated, ridiculous pomp and circumstance. Unless the bag was like really oh, it would have to be good. Like, like you're, I, I'm gonna be good to buy. Like my kids are gonna have. And titles. even if the bag is really good, like I'm not gonna lie, if it was me, I would just phone in the performance. I you know what I mean? Know, like I, I would. I would sit on a chair. Yeah, I'm not doing a big ballad. Yeah, thing. I would. I would be like, um, I'm not saying that she phones it in, but who is that uh, R&B artist who sits on the chair in all of her performances? Summer Walker. Summer Walker. She does phone in. She said she does. She don't like performing. She doesn't like. Performing. She doesn't like people. Okay, well then, yeah. <laughs> Get Summer Walker to do your. Yeah. <laughs> Get Summer Walker. Get Summer Walker. She'll do it. Get the chair that Listen. Summer Walker sits on to do it. Um, but that, that would be more interesting than that was uh, really funny to me. Because Side note, I think is is Elton John or Stevie Wonder in that I often hope that he's doing okay health wise. I think so. Yes, because Elton John and Stevie he's Wonder are both been at that age point where you don't time. know. But it's like honestly, His life is private. It's really interesting that they it's it's it, they have balls to ask Elton John who was besties with Diana to and made a whole song Candle in the Wind yeah. uh, after she passed to you think you're going to ask me to perform at my besties ex-husband's slash philanderer and abusers coronation? Bitch are you crazy? I would sing Candle in the Wind. Yeah. They should do it. Get up there get and Elton John to do it. Because that would be the shadiest the moment. I dedic- I want him to get up there and be like, I dedicate this to Diana. That's it. Yes. And so Camila, a.k.a. the queen side piece, can be like, oh, I want it. Please drag yeah, them. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd drag be cool. them. That'd be cool. Any other artists who get you get, please sing Candle in the Wind. Mm-hmm. Do it. Just change Even if it's lips. a drill artist. Yes, do it. Candle in the wind. Candle in the wind. Candle uh, 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 in the wind. Could you oh. imagine a drill version of Candle in the Wind? Come on, do it. Please, for us. For your cousins across the pond. <laughs> um. Okay, so now to some racist shenanigans. Oh, boy. During Black History Month. It's a, it, it couldn't be America if it wasn't... Ra- Racism happening during Black History Month is like blackface happening during Halloween. It's, like it just you know it's gonna happen. you know it's gonna it's go gonna down. You know it's gonna be some bullshit with Brock Lesnar kicks Bobby Lashley <laughs> in the dick <laughs> during Elimination Chamber. Can't let that black man get a clean win. <laughs> um. Okay. So some parents at Paper Tree Elementary School in Upland in the Upland Unified School District in California are outraged because um, one of the sixth graders or a few of the sixth graders uh, black sixth graders received some very interesting uh, portraits or ca- uh, holiday cards for Black History Month 
Now I'm looking at these cards. It, they look ridiculous. And I, when you told me that some elementary school kids were up to this, I was like, oh, "This is a shame." Yeah. But now that I'm looking at the cards, and that I know they're sixth graders. Like, you have the artistry of a preschool kid. Well. So let's just tell that you is what some terrible art. One of the cards said, "You're my favorite monkey." The other one said, "To my favorite cotton picker." Um, and you know, just other obviously racist things. One of the parents uh, of one of the students, Milena and Rome Douglas, they have three kids there. Uh, said their daughter had been targeted uh, with these racist things as well, and she said that they said they were that they were going to give her a drawing that specifically said "You're my favorite slave," and they were going to show her as a slave hanging from a tree. Jesus, um, these kids have no fucking chill. What the fuck? And then uh, the parents said that a group of girls said that they were going to give her their daughter back rubs and massages because Black History Month. And they said, it's your month, you're entitled to back rubs. And apparently someone told her, well, maybe only half the month because you're only half black. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> God damn. And apparently... This the- is why I hate kids, because they are so fucking savage. They are. But For the no is, fucking reason. The kids, these are even Super if- rich kids with nothing but loose, loose ends. ends. Super rich the- kids with nothing but fake friends. The thing about it is... These kids are not doing this in a vacuum. I'm sure, I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the parents was on some mean girl shit mm-hmm. and was like, oh, you, you know what would be funny? Because they have Black History Month and we don't have White History Month. This is what you should do. Um, but apparently, this is not the first time the kids at Upland have been racist. Um, last year, or the, the school has been racist. Uh, last year, a teacher was placed on leave because they made anti-Asian comments during Lunar New Year celebrations. Jesus. Um, how hard is... Okay. All honesty. Open dialogue time. How hard is it to be not racist? It's actually not hard. It's not that hard at all. I literally go through my whole day, my whole week, my whole month. Without and being I, racist. And I, don't, I, have, I never have a desire... To be racist. The closest I've come to being racist on a daily basis is my choice of porn that I watch. And that's... That's more of a preference. That's more of a preference than it is straight racism or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah. So... (laughs) But but that's it. That's all there is. Like, I, I, I wake up in the morning and then I go throughout my day and then I go to sleep and I'm like... You know what? I wasn't racist today. Isn't that wasn't that just a a, a breeze? Wasn't that super duper it's easy? It's literally not hard for anyone to not be racist. It's just that unfortunately there are a lot of white people who just they feel it in their bones. And I'm not gonna say it's not just white people who are who will behave racist. There are plenty of other BIPOC who have internalized white supremacy mm-hmm. and colonialism and all the other terrible things that slavery and colonization have wrought yeah. and will push it out onto other people. Speaking of which, you know that the Nation of Islam uh, had their, like, gathering today I in San not. Diego, I, I think. Not, but I'm sure there's a bunch like of Like the San guys. Diego Dome. 
uh, bunch of men with bow ties standing around. Farrakhan was speaking, and oh. yeah, like it was, it was, it popped up on my timeline, which is strange because my my algorithm is usually just like wrestling and it hurt us listening to you, Pete, watching comedy, and you know they mentioned Farrakhan. Yeah, so sure. Bringing it up for you. Fair enough. <laughs> Thanks, algorithm. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, so that was uh, look. I hope that the PT like it's not even a PTA issue. This is a whole school issue. Just just listen. Kick all the white kids out of Upland. Yes, kick them all out. Kick them all out. Just leave it to the black and brown nation. Just spend. Kids. You know what? Have them chart. Have them shuttle to a different school. Put them oh, in. you know what? For the month of February, they should be they should be shuttled to an inner city. Not February for March because February is too short a month. Send them to a yeah. school that has little to no resources. Yes. With no books, barely any teachers, no mm-hmm. library or computers. Yes. And let them see how their other their how black it, how it is on the other living. side, you know? Because if they could see how the black and brown kids are living and, and the schools they're going to, they don't have like free lunch that is actually food, maybe they would have more of appreciation for their classmates. And also force the parents to go to like I don't know, like a, a anti-racist trainings, make them go do homework, and their kid cannot come back into the school. So the whole entire family has gone through. Yeah, like there should be something. You know how like you can get like not it's not called demerits, but you can get something on your driver's license. What um, is it called? Yeah, yeah, like you could get a yeah. You could they could take they could take points off your license. Points off your license. Yeah. They should do that for racism. Like we need points, a points card. Off, yeah, we need like a points card. A monthly point. Like okay, so the, you remember that? Did you ever watch Black Mirror? Yes. You remember the first episode? I think of season two uh, with what's her name? That was in Jurassic Park. Uh, the the Bryce Dallas Howard. Was Bryce Dallas Howard. So remember with that her social media, it was like social media shit. points, and you get reduced. We need to start giving white people a hundred points a month, mm-hmm. and every month if. Your if they do something racist, you deduct. Yeah, and then that is going to be something that they ha- they're going to have to either like either get a reduced paycheck, get extra fees on their mortgage or yeah. rent. Like they're yeah, going to have yeah. to pay like a penalty. I think like white people and men should have that for sure. I absolutely agree. And then with that. that way, and it doesn't the, and it doesn't re up every month. No, it like, doesn't. It re ups every it, like you start three like, months every. Every three months, you get one. Every quarter, you get, you get 100, points. 100 points. And if you start going in the negatives, hey. I guarantee you there will be more people who are trying to, like, find work from home Listen. jobs and shit so that they don't have to, like, <laughs> interact with anybody. Because you, know you can do it even if it's online. Even if it's someone sends you a racist troll message, you can send them a point. Demerit them. Yeah. If you read that, if you read that troll thing, then you, you get, get a demerit. demerit. Because you read it. You should have ignored it. You should have shit. better friends. Exactly. You should have better circles of... Fix your friend group. Fix your friend, friend group. Because I yeah. don't get racist things in my friend group. Not anymore. Although, I I will say this. I, I feel like I'm dangerously close to like starting to get uh, fucking Metal Sphere shit. <laughs> and that's only because of one of our mutual friends who like brought it up when she was here like uh, hanging out with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll tell you more about it off mic, but yeah. she was just like, yeah, I've been doing some, you know, red pill, digging, red pill digging and stuff just so I can be safe. And like, you know, like I know what men are thinking so I can protect myself. And I'm just like, okay, you like, don't want to go down that rabbit hole. 
Because the thing about Metasphere, red pill bullshit, is that they're the same as the Fotaps. They mm. will t- they will make like ten percent of sense. And so you'll start it off and it'll be sounding really good, but then as you go deeper and deeper in it, you start realizing, oh no, actually, these people are fucking insane. Yeah. That like and they have they have charisma too. They do. That's they the thing. They have such fucking like, charisma. Jordan Peterson is he's super smart. Mm-hmm. He's very knowledgeable. He has all these different degrees and things. So when you hear him talking, it doesn't sound like like a Trump or your your local uh back or the robotic nature of like Ben Shapiro. Yeah, like you know? he actually he sounds learned and so yeah. that tricks you. Don't get tricked by the faux taps, the red pillars, or any of them. Just just steer clear. Yeah. Um, okay, so on to more racist news mm-hmm. during the During uh, Black, History Black History Month of all months. Um so <laughs> do you remember the comic Dilbert? Yes, I do. Uh, I, I remember Dilbert, and I used to watch the the, the one season TV show. Right? I really have always enjoyed Dilbert. I loved the TV show. I, I in my head, I didn't even realize it was only one season because it was it came out when we were like middle school. Yeah, it was on UPN. I thought it had like multiple because I used to watch it. I thought it was funny. But apparently, the Dilbert creator... Adam Scott. Adam Scott. He has some things... Not to be confused with the Adam Scott who's in Party Parks Down and, and Parks and Rec and, and, Rec and yeah. shit. Same, There's a different different white dude named Adam Scott. Oh, no, no. It's, a, it's Scott Adams. Scott Adams. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Sorry. Scott Adams. So, um... <laughs> Not he, to be confused with Adam Scott. <laughs> He was apparently in some sort of menosphere, white supremacy um, forums. Mm-hmm. Hello, one Jasmine Sullivan. Um, oh my God, that would be so cool. If it it was, would. I if would it love was Jasmine Sullivan. Absolutely, was in here. Jasmine Sullivan. If like, this was Jasmine I'm Sullivan. I'm not scared of lions and tigers and bears, but I'm scared of loving you. Okay. We're not gonna we're not gonna get crazy, um, but so Adam Scott Adams, he decided to take to his YouTube show Real Coffee with Scott Adams to talk about the fifty three percent of Black Americans who agreed to a statement uh, done by conservative firm Ramison Reports that said um, it's okay to be white. So I don't know why he had such strong feelings about this, but. Listen to what he said. Um, he On his show, he said, if nearly half of all blacks are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to the poll, that's a hate group. I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away because there's no fixing this. And I would like to say to Scott, I agree. Please, white people, stay the, get out the fuck way, away from get me. Get out the way. Get out the way now. Get out the way. Get the fuck up out my way now. You either with me or against me. How? How? <laughs> Listen, this is the thing. I would say I think about men and white people the same. Mm-hmm. Of course, all are not terrible. All are not going to try and harm me. But I am always going to have my guard up 
because some of them are wolves in sheep clothing. And now I definitely have like lot like I have a lot of white people in my life, yes, in my family, yes, in my friend groups, yes, like in my sphere that I have no problem with. But the fact that I have had very close people, white people in my life, come at me defensively about Black Lives Matter or segregation or affirmative action or any of the things like and just general racism in general, I would never lie to someone and say that I don't have a fear of white people. Yes. Because to just today I was when I was going to walk Brooklyn, I saw this white guy at this like souped up uh, black, like one of those big like Ford tough vans. Mm-hmm. And I was scared. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like whenever you see white men in those trucks, you never know who you're going to be dealing with. The fact that, and I think I've told you this before a few years ago, um, I was on the train on Labor Day weekend one year going to work, and this old white man called this random black woman uh, a nigger bitch. Yes, you've told me this story. This is in Brooklyn on the Q line. This is not in the middle of fucking Spottenburg, South Carolina. Right. <clears throat> so it's like there's no escaping it. They were literally. Hello there, strong black queen. You are a strong black queen. Yes, you are. During um, Black History Month. There were literally Nazis. And all year round. All year round. Yes. There were literally Nazis at the protests in 2020. Yes, there were. And it was very, it was, it was a very stressful experience for me because I live in New York City. Mm-hmm. And not to say, like, I'm from Long Island. Long Island is extremely racist. My mom was called a nigger bitch one time when I was, like, five or six. Just damn near feel like that. some kids yelled at her up down the street. My, my high school history teacher told us about how one time he and his friends, when they were in their teens, rolled past this black, older black man and yelled out, Nigger! And the only reason he felt bad was because the old man was like, now why would you do that? <laughs> yes! It does take some old black wisdom he, to just be just like, like nah, come on now. Now why would you do that? Well, what, what, what was the, what what was was the point? You? And like, are you okay? Those are have the type of today? things that black people have experienced. We have known others to experience in our orbit. So it's not surprising to me that black people, would, that 53% of us would say, you know, I'm actually not okay with white people because when you're constantly in fear for your life and well-being, you don't have time to have the benefit of the doubt always. Mm-hmm. Even when you've grown up around a lot of white people and you have white people in your family, your friend groups, because you know that those white people are a, they are an anomaly. They're unicorns. Yes. Because you also know who those white people have in their friend groups and their families and the type of shit that comes out of their mouths. Right. So fuck you, Scott Adams. I hope that Dilbert, I mean, he's already, how many uh, newspapers? 300. 300 newspapers 300 dropped newspapers. his fucking in the time, boring ass comic strip. The fact that you have had this comic out since like the early 90s and you're now getting dropped, you're no more residuals for you. Like, all you had to do was shut up. I don't know why that's so difficult. Just shut up. You don't have to say anything. Nobody was asking it's you so a hard. question about it's this. It's so hard for white people. To just shut up. To just shut up. I don't understand it. 
Like, they just, they gotta have their opinions heard and no. felt and known. We they don't. just have to. Just shut up. You would literally make so much more money if you shut up. Yeah, probably. Or at least not lose money. Exactly. You know what I mean? You would not lose it. Yeah. But, all right. So, moving on to more shenanigans. Uh, Harvey Weinstein was sentenced to 16 years for uh, Los Angeles sex crimes. Yeah. Uh, he was convicted of raping and sexually assaulting a woman in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been, you know, sentenced for many of his other sexual assault crimes. So this is not um, this is not new, or like it's not like news, because he's going to be in jail for quite some time until he probably dies. Yeah. He's already 70 years old, and he looks like he's melting. He looks so. like a mummy. Um, fuck you, Harvey Weinstein, and I hope that every other person who has been involved has a Me Too story that has not come out yet. I, I'm waiting for the day with bated breath for you to get your... Just desserts. Yes. And I read this article that Paris Hilton, who she had recently talked about how she was raped, drugged and raped at 15. Sorry. Content warning. 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 Uh, She's talked about that. But she also in this interview talked about how Harvey Weinstein followed her into a bathroom, tried to open the door um, and force his way in. She was only 19 years old. So this was this happened at the 2000 Canes Film Festival, and um, he was host and he was hosting that year. Uh, she said, "I was at lunch with my girlfriend. He came up to the table and was like, "Oh, you want to be an actress?" And I said, "Yeah, I really want to be in a movie." I was a teenager, so I was impressed by him. I was like, "Oh my God, Harvey Weinstein is so cool!" And he said, Ugh. "Well, we should have a meeting. You can come to my room and read scripts." And I just didn't want to go, so I never went. Thankfully, she did not go because you never. I mean. Just because she's a Hilton doesn't mean he wouldn't have tried to assault Right, her. right, right. Um, so that's some good news. Also, in sexual predator news, again, more warnings. R. Kelly was sentenced to 20 years in a, in a child porn case, uh, but total prison time was only extended by one year. So um, as long as he's staying in prison, I mean... I'm happy. I'm happy too. I'm. I want. I want both of them to stay in jail forever. To fuck off. To we don't need them. Leave us alone. Like y'all. Y'all reigned of terror is over. Lasted for far too long, and now you're getting your comeuppance, and now you get to spend your heyday uh, in jail eating the worst applesauce and uh, eating the. Shittiest meals and only getting one hour of I mean, your time knows? a day. Maybe they're going to be in one of those prisons with like those TikTok prison chefs be making like the really delicious looking food. I don't know, but fuck you, Harvey Weinstein. Fuck you, R. Kelly. I hope you rot in jail. Yeah. Forever. Fuck out of here. Um, all right. So are you, uh, we have more shenanigans mm-hmm. before we can get to like some of the good stuff. Um, remember we talked about Adidas and how they dropped uh, Yee. And that he... Let's call him Kanye. I'm, I'm not like, I'm not calling him Your yay. mama called you Kanye, named you Kanye, I'm calling you Kanye. Yes. Um, he was dropped and like Adidas was set to lose about a billion dollars because of they could have all these this this uh, these clothes and things. Imagine if I started going by ice. I would literally because not call you back. My, my M-A-U-R-I-C-E. I would not do it. Just, just call me ice. I will not. Yeah, they call me Ice. No, Ice. 
Um, but so after the termination of their partnership, they were saying that they were going to lose out on almost a billion dollars because they couldn't sell any of his extra clothes or shoes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But apparently, these are according to reports, Adidas and Kanye have signed a new settlement or a new agreement um, that has carved out a deal for Kanye to sell $500 million of the remaining Yeezy sneakers. Um, and honestly, I just want to say fuck you to Adidas mm-hmm. for this. Like, I think that the thing about when yours taking a stand... You may inadvertently hurt yourself for the short term. But again, nobody told y'all dumbasses to get in line with him anyway because he was already being terrible. Yeah. So the fact that now you're trying to like recoup, like you could recoup it in other ways. Beyonce has Ivy Park. You have a million Adidas things. The 50 year of hip hop just came up. Get Run DMC to play that. Was it who did the song? Um, all, Tricky. All day I think. Oh, that. that's uh, that's a uh, big boy. Um, Get big boy and run DMC and and um. Kill uh, Mike. No, no, the because he's the on that song too. From the singer from the one that they did like the, it was uh, it was Run DMC and they did the song for Armageddon. I don't want to close my eyes. Wait, you mean Aerosmith? Aerosmith. Get Aerosmith. Get oh, Run DMC and Aerosmith. Cause yes, because they walk this way. Yeah. Get yeah, them yeah. to collaborate on some bullshit, pay oh, them some no money, way. and get recoup your losses. I'm so sick of these people feigning being quote-unquote woke and with everybody and all this stuff. And in reality, you're just going to go right back to them the moment you feel like you're losing a bit of money. It's so shady and annoying, and I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. If Beyonce did not have your fucking clothing line, then you would get no support. And if y'all didn't make my favorite sneakers, the top ten (laughs) highs, then I would seriously switch back to Nike. You better send us some merch. I, as a side note, Nike, I have looked into switching over to Nike and just getting a bunch of Air Forces, but like... I mean, the Air Maxes are my jam. They're so fucking expensive. The Air Maxes are my jam. At least I could like... There's like a range of like uh, top 10 highs, like based on... Like if they're limited edition, they might be more expensive, but like... Grant, like, even the lowest might be, like, $50, $70. You know what I mean? Just, like, the basic bitch, like, <laughs> white on blacks, black on whites. You know what I mean? Like, you sometimes with a funky... You What do you mean? You don't want any black air black forces. Black air forces <laughs> are, like, $120. Which is surprising because everyone's always... And those are the low, 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 uh, and low cut. And everyone always low la- laughs at them cuts. and is saying how, like, those are the ones you use when you can't trust. Hey Hi, there. Mom. Hi. Hi, Odie's um, mom. Hope you're doing well. Oh, but you're already gone. <laughs> she'll come back. She probably just accidentally switched out. Um, so fuck you, Adidas. Um, you're some bull- on some bullshit. Yeah, and we don't like you. Um, okay, moving on. So this is someone I know that you know, 
Yes, uh, but I do. Jeff Hardy, mm-hmm. a wrestler on AEW, yeah, he has got run into some troubles recently uh, with some DUIs. He's got demons. He has DUIs. He had a, a DUI case from June 2020, but he he has come out on top. Um, it was closed. Um, he after he submitted a written plea of no low contender, contendery. I, I don't know. Contender, I don't know how to say it, but he he submitted something um, contender, to all charges. I think maybe and um, no low contender. The only thing that happens for him now is his license will be suspended for the next decade, and he will get thirty eight days credit for time served in county jail as part of his sentence. Now, as somebody who does not drive, mm-hmm. this obviously, I'm like, well, no, no big deal. You can just take like Ubers or get other people to drive. He has a brother that can drive him to like the next like gigs and shit. But the thing is, I feel like when you got money, or he's it doesn't famous. really matter. Yeah, like he's the he amount has of Ubers money. you can take. He can afford you can get a driver. Like you don't have to work. Like this is honestly or not you can just issue. go on Twitter and just ask these fucking wrestling fans. Like, hey, I'm in South Carolina. Who can pick me up? If anybody can pick me up. You know, anybody can pick me up, I'll make it worth your while. But there might be some swim fan, swim fan type folks, so you don't want to do that too much. I mean, he's, it's, so, that's what you get from fucking getting DUIs all the time. <laughs> I just, the thing is, I don't That's understand. the trade-off. The trade-off is that, like, you can't drive your fucking self anywhere, and now you have to get swim fans <laughs> To fucking drive you around, or your brother, or lean on somebody else. You're already being a burden. I I hear myself when I'm saying this. You're already being a burden for not being able to drive. Okay? I mean, hey. The fact that you can't do for yourself, and you have to depend on your family and friends and everybody to drive your ass everywhere. Like, it's, it's already... Fucking, you're a grown person. I think you're that grown. Anyone over the age of thirty should not be getting any DUIs because you have money for an Uber. Yeah, it's it's not that hard. And to... if you don't have money for an Uber, you should have the common sense that God gave you to not drive while you're intoxicated. Or, exactly. Or high. Exactly. Or any of those things. Like yeah. when you, plenty of my friends who drive, if we're going out, we know we're going to be drinking. They're just like, you know what? I'm gonna just take an Uber. I'm not. We're not even gonna t- take the car out. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna call Uber to go there because I don't even want to have to 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 confuse myself or lie to myself that I'm gonna be straight, yeah uh, straight enough to drive. And I just feel like it's good because at the end of the day, even though drinking and driving, I saw this video from like the '80s where they were finally like pr- pushing like the it was illegal to drink and drive, and every all these rednecks were like, "You can't take my beer." Um, I understand that this is like a new concept for some people. But at the end of the day, we have lived all of our lives where drinking and driving was illegal. Yes. You don't need to do it. You could find somebody else. There's so many ways. It's not like when I was growing up and we didn't have a car and you had to get a, a taxi, you had to call up something. Like, you don't have to do all those things. Use your fucking phone. You have money. So, I mean, Jeff Hardy, good on you for not going to jail. Yeah. But also, fuck you for driving intoxicated. Do better with your life. Do better. Do better. All right. So let's get into some entertainment things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Have you been seeing this ebony cover with Jonathan Meek? I have, and I will say he looks like Dolph Lomingo, uh from One Piece. Well, the person, I forget the name. I think this is his name, Alexander Julian. Mm-hmm. Um, he, the, the person who um, dressed him for the shoot, his name is Alexander Julian. He's yeah, a celebrity. Take a look. Yeah, he does. He does look like him. And that was who he said, uh, Don Quixote, Don Flamingo. He said that was the inspiration. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I don't know why people are talking about it's an agenda to emasculate black men. First of all, one thing that I hate about this whole emasculization conversation is that there's nothing that you or anyone else in this world could do to make me feel like I am not the woman that I am. And if you are so insecure that somebody wearing pink with their whole chest out and maybe the legs crossed mm-hmm. can somehow cause you to feel emasculated. That is a personal. Yeah, problem. that says more about you than it does about him or the media or anybody's agenda or anything like that. Like, I've always thought for the longest time, like this idea. All right, look, this idea that in the black community, like you have to like wear a dress and, like, feminize yourself and be less than in order to make it in Hollywood. I've always thought that was, like, oh, I I thought that that was, like, kind of a ridiculous sort of notion mm-hmm. because you have your fucking Denzel Washingtons who've never done that, and they're, they're just as... Kings like, of Hollywood. They're kings of Hollywood, too. You know what I mean? Like, we don't, we don't look... We don't. I don't look down on Eddie Murphy or uh, Martin Lawrence uh, for having Big Mama and the Nutty Professor, mm-hmm. like Norbert, Norbert or anything <laughs> like that. I mean, I do look down on Eddie Murphy yeah, for Norbert. Terrible. That was a terrible. Movie. That was. <laughs> but it's the thing is that, like, terrible. I understand that black men, black people, are very. Um, we are are very. What is the word? Protective. Protective, yes. Of our black people, black men, black women, and, and the because of the fact that for so long we have had times when um, we were chastised, we were degraded, and our our femininity or our manhood was stripped away from us. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the people who are keep talking about this are all the foteps who are just trying to make nothing out of something because they, they uh, a part uh, all this agenda is just a very um, homophobic, transphobic, and anti-women. Because why is it that if I, if a man wears a dress or looks feminine a little bit, hey, why does that all of a sudden make it him like a bad person or terrible? Like, okay, first of all, if you look at our, our clothing options... In on the, in the diaspora, a lot of our of the countries we are from wear dresses or skirts or whatever. Like in the, it may not look the same, but they are there. So it's like these conversations about being feminine and all that. Like they're dumb, they're idiots, and I hate them because it's, it's very frustrating. And it's pointless, and I just want these people to go outside, touch grass, find something better to do than to talk about this bullshit. But um, you should go online and read Savannah Taylor's op-ed on Ebony. 
Um, she she wrote about the ebony cover and and the backlash around it, and I thought it was very good. Mm-hmm. All right, some cool, more cool things. Yes, I know. We're okay. gonna go fast. One. Okay. Angela Bassett did the thing. Um, <laughs> if you know where that's from, please uh, chime in. Uh, and Ariana DeBose from the West Side Story has been getting dragged. Dubois, maybe? Dubois. I think it's Dubois. She's been getting dragged because she did this, like, melody um, or a compilation at the BAFTAs, and it was not received well it, by both. It was terrible. The audience. It was just ridiculous. If She was out of breath. She was winded. Yeah. So it made me wonder if she had practiced at all. I think she practiced. I just think it was not for her. It was, a, it was like... I don't know. She doesn't have the lung capacity for shit I think like this that. Just, it just was not good. It wasn't well written. It wasn't that fun. It wasn't. She didn't sound vocally amazing, and she's yeah. not. She's a good actress. She's a, she won an Oscar or a Grammy or a Tony or whatever for her, for West Side Story as playing Anita. I just want better for her. But also, thank you, Black Twitter, for all the hilarious um, <laughs> yeah. memes and and video remixes. Absolutely. Because it's been perfect. Uh, but also, Angela Bassett did give her a little shout-out because when she won the NAACP award this week, she was like, Angela Bassett did the thing. <laughs> um, and allegedly, she also called her and was like, you know, thank you, and was very gracious. And, and she was like, you know, of course, had to be an auntie and be like, I didn't find any problem with it. Um, so that was very funny. Please look into that. Also, our queen... Has gotten secured another bag. She's going to perform Lift Me Up at the Oscars. Um, so look out for that performance. I'm very much looking forward to it because I love Rihanna. Um, I'm sure it'll be a really good performance. I probably will be watching it on my phone because I'll be watching something else. Uh, every year I always watch uh, the On Cinema Oscar special. Instead. Oh, I like the On Cinema Oscar yeah, special. Yeah, yeah. Just, just this ridiculous, like, alt comedy fucking these two dudes, uh, Greg Turkington and Tim Heidecker. Oh, yeah, Greg and Tim. Yeah, Greg and Tim. Um, uh, that That's what I was laughing at when we went to see uh, Quantumania uh-huh. because uh, Greg Turkington, that was that dude who was, like, reviewing the, right, right. the okay. movie, like, yeah. before the movie started and stuff because he was the Baskin-Robin guy in there. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of lore in there. Uh, <laughs> lore. But, yes. Uh, shout out to Rihanna, my queen. Uh... For securing another bag. We love you. Um, and the last thing before we get out. Um, Angela Davis, mm-hmm. you know, a former Black Panther activist, writer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. She was on Finding Your Roots with uh, Henry Gates. And I I would like you, I, I, we have to watch, I would like to watch this episode because I feel like I need to see the full thing. Because the clips I've been seeing have been rubbing me the wrong way. What do you mean? Basically, Henry Louis Gates finds out that she is descended from people uh, from the Mayflower. And... Surprising. Well, it's not. Majority of black people in the Americas have rapey-ass ancestors. Who we are, like... I'm still trying to get into the White McKissick and Lyles family reunion. They still don't want to let me be in there. 
I'm showing up. I'm showing up at the next one. Um, but like uh, many of us have connections to past that is not great. And now this came out. Twitter was both dragging her, dragging Henry Louis Gates and the whole situation because some people felt like she wasn't upset enough. Some people felt like, well, see, she's not really that black and all this other bullshit. And then I, in my opinion, I felt like Henry Louis Gates was not, um, he was not, uh, what is the word? Uh, sympathetic enough and did not give give her this information in a sympathetic way. He basically was just like, we have some cool information for you. Your family, so-and-so, dates back to the Mayflower. She was admittedly, like, aghast and was like, I just, I can't wrap my head around this and all that. Um, but I felt like he should have, one, maybe prepared her to learn that this this information was coming out in a way that was softer. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, I know your history as an activist. This might be very surprising to you, so I just want you to hold on. Here's what it is. Yeah. Um, and not acting as He probably was... just didn't do his due diligence on the person that he was interviewing. Who the fuck? Who, how could the fuck you not? He wrote from Slavery to Freedom, and this is why Henry Gates, Dr. Carr was always eating your ass up in class, because <laughs> Dr. Carr fucking hates yeah. the title of that book. Yeah. And he let us know every class. Yeah, Dr. Carr was a real one. From Slavery to Freedom, because we are not from Slavery to Freedom. We are from Kingdom's. To slavery. To slavery, to freedom. To freedom, yeah. But we we have a whole history that predates any of the colonizers' slave ships ever even dropping down <laughs> Sorry. in our I space. I just read that from Anthony. Um, <laughs> but uh, I feel like it just was, it was a very, I think that it's an episode that I do want to watch because I want to get more understanding, more sure. clarity, more perspective. Sure, absolutely. But I did feel like the clip that I saw of him introducing this to her, I just felt like he could have just been more, what is the word? Sympathetic. A, a sympathy, more empathy, more like. Empathetic. And, but you know what? I did come back from that clip thinking, like, she's really giving her white ancestors hell. Like, I know the people in the Mayflower are turning in their graves, mm -hmm. knowing all the shit that she has riled up. And I really want her to join Dar, Daughters of the Revolution, so that she can go to some, she can go to a, a, a committee meeting. I, I know that it doesn't spell it, but that's what it is. The Daughters of the Revolution, they have that group. It's Dar. Wouldn't it be. It would be Dor, but I think Dar probably makes more sense for them. Um, Daughters of the American Revolution, sorry. Please oh, there we go. Join that, that, okay, Dar. That so makes that more sense. You can troll the fuck out of them because you already know they're super racist. We already know that. Yes. I want you to go troll them and then, like, you know, come back, report back to us. Yes. And honestly, I would like all of us to do that. Find your history, find your roots. Find the white peoples in your family. Go to their family reunions. Join the meetups and the listservs. And just show up with a Black Lives Matter shirt. And just be like, yeah, you know, your your great-grandfather raped my great-grandfather's um, mom. And yeah, make like, it make it like go. an episode of Atlanta. Exactly. Yes. That just, is your blueprint. really make some uncomfortable... That's what I feel like we conversations should do. Make white people uncomfortable. Make feel uncomfortable. All 2K23. Because Lord knows I've had to feel uncomfortable for so long. Why not? That's why I don't code switch at work no more. You know? If anything, I dial it up more when I'm in my one-on-ones. Because <laughs> I'm just like, 
yo, like, I, I, I'm cool. I'm black, y'all. I'm, I'm black, black y'all. And I'm black and black and black, black, y'all. All right. Stay tuned. We will be literally right, right back. back. But Instagram's about to kick us off. And we have to do our mental health segment. Find out what's bothering us this week. And also what's making us happy. So, BRB, stay tuned. Keep your phone clicked to the Black and Snurdy Podcast. Yay. See you, Matt. You're listening to the Black and Snurdy Podcast. We now return to the Black and Snurdy Podcast. Here we go. In the thunder and rain, you stare in my eyes. I can feel your hands moving up my thighs. Skirt around my waist, wall against my face. I can feel your lips. Oh, I don't want to stop just because people walking by watching us. I don't give a damn what they think. I want you now. I don't want to stop just because you feel so good at my love. I'm going to stop. No, no, no. I want you. All I want to say is Anytime Any place I don't care who's around All right <laughs> That was Janet Jackson Anytime, any place Anytime, any place And fuck you to CBS <laughs> For canceling her halftime shindigs that you were going to do or like I don't a, remember this. there was the, uh, a few weeks ago it came out well after the halftime show or you know Super Bowl came out that CBS was supposed to do something with her but it got scrapped because they could not um they couldn't come speaking of the devil hey what's up Nas <laughs> they come to an agreement or understanding about what happened they like never apologized uh-huh. about blackballing her after the freaking Super Bowl yeah nipple shenanigans and so, fuck y'all. Because if there was not for Janet Jackson. It was just a titty. Like, it was just it was, a nipple. Like, How many how nipples many, have people seen in their off, whole lives? First off, it was, I will say this, as a child, as a kid, as a, what, we were. Like 12? We were 12, yeah. Kind of to say, I wasn't a teenager. I was still, like, we had the one TV VCR that was up on, like, the, okay. Because the way that my. <laughs> The way that my kitchen was set up, we had like a wall, like the table against the wall where basically me, my sister, and my mom would like eat dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had a TV up, uh, up high on like the the cupboard, mm-hmm. essentially, and it was a small ass TV. So if I wanted to, and me being addicted to TV as I am, like I want to get up real close to it. So I had to sit, had to like stand on a chair uh, (laughs) in order to like get my face up to the TV screen. Uh And that's how I watched that Super Bowl. And as somebody who had never known that titties could be pierced. With like piercings. Well, it wasn't pierced. That it was, was a little. It was a little like it was a decoration, but it wasn't pierced. 
It was um, a I thought it. Thing. I thought it was, it was like a little Pierce. pasty. I thought no, like I thought it was Pierce. No, it was like I don't know what she was planning uh-huh. on doing. I'm gonna look up Janet Jackson. I don't know Janet what she Jackson planned on nipple. doing after the Super Bowl that she had little decorations on her. But at the end of the day, I remember watching it and being like, "Oh, is that her her nipple? Oh, okay." Because first of all, everybody has nipples, men and women, and them's everybody nipples. We literally sucked on nipples. For the first two years, I'm trying to find three years of our lives. What the fuck is this thing? It should not be such a drastic, terrible thing if somebody's nipple is showing at all. It's just a nipple. It's literally just literally just a nipple. That's all. Nipple. Free that nip. It's just ridiculous. But we love you, Jan Jackson. Nipple hustle. And we are ready to jump the into... The marathon never ends. <laughs> <laughs> we are ready to jump into our... That might be questions. the title. Questions. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a question. It's a one. It's a singular. Um, well, so, no. This is the mental health section. Yeah, but we have a mental health section every week. Yes. We talk about our mental health. We check in with one another. Yes. Because we're mental health advocates. Not, not experts. experts. Um, and so we ask questions to to think about our think about our mental health in a more um, a, a larger way. Yes. Hello, Q Love. Hey, nice what up? Nice to see you. Hope up, glad Q? you're here. What's up? Okay, so is your glass half, half empty, empty or, or half, half full? full? I feel like we've had this one before listen i don't know we might have been we just might have done this one in just a general one of our game nights i don't know if we've done this one on here but this okay is a good question to uh ask. my i want to say that my glass is half full but it's probably half empty it's 100 percent half empty yeah like i i'm sorry i wish I'm it was a, half full i think it should be but it's definitely half empty. as i've gotten older and as life has just continued to be life <laughs> I have become a little bit cynical. You're a bit of a curmudgeon. I'm a I'm a grump. You are ornery person. You keep saying I'm ornery, and I don't know if I'm ornery. I know that I am grumpy, but ornery I don't know if I'm ornery. To grumpy. I ornery. Let's look up the definition oh of ornery. Because we have computers. Yes, we do. Ornery, have... bad tempered and combative. Another I'm not. One. I'm not that combative. I'm not that combative. Stop! I don't you, think that I'm combative. Do not lie here I, on this here podcast. I don't think I uh, look. We my, tell the truth. That black think, and I think, nerdy. I think my. I think my temperament is is less than positive, but I don't know if I would call it. You bad. are one hundred percent. I don't know if combative. I'm combative. How am I combative? You are combative. When am I combative? Every day. How every day? First of all, every day. That's so you much energy to have to exude every but day. You do it. And I'm mostly fucking tired. You like are, why would you I combat me? You I roll my eyes and I just roll with the floor. Like, no, okay, you do not. You sure, are I guess I'll combative. go with this. 100%. Sure. Your well, Aries energy comes out in every interaction. No, we're not lying on Janet Jackson's internet. I don't. He is 100% lying on Janet Jackson's combative. internet. I'm just not that You combative. are 100% combative. You are an Aries true will and true. Give you your ram horns come your, out. Everybody. At every is moment. 
everybody is entitled to their opinion. Oh, you are a liar. And I am Sorry, folks, certain that we're you a feel lying a certain way. Of the black and sturdy episode. I'm sure that you feel a certain way, and because I will allow this to happen because I'm a good friend. I'm a good friend who supports. No, don't. Yes, there's so many areas on the on the episode right now. We do not need him to be co-signed for his ridiculous shenanigans. Okay, I'm just saying that I I feel you like my 100% temperament is percent. I come it, it could be it could be done better. Person. It could be better, but it is what it is. And yes, I ornery. am an Aries. Yes, a- April nineteenth up in this ornery. Mug. You are a hundred percent. An ornery. Yeah, we go. Matt knows what the deal yes, is. Yes, Matt's an Aries. My mom's an Aries. Yeah, it's every, a lot Aries of up in the game. Aries, energy. Aries, but, gang, gang, gang. Aries, gang. If Nas is still here, Gemini gang. No, gang, 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 Nas, gang. Nas is. I'm gang, sure gang, gang, Nas is. No, it's for, there's still four people. Chilling. So she's still here. Gang, gang, gang. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I think Nas is actually still are, here. <laughs> You are 100. Mom, you're a cuss, but you're 100% Aries. <laughs> you're 100%. Wait, cuss, cuss as in like Cusp is like, is like, yeah, because if you're. Okay, all right. When, like when you're. I, I still consider that Aries. When you're born on the day that the signs can change, there are some astrologists that think of you're on the cusp. But what you don't know is if you are, depending on the time of your birth, really will depend on if you're a cusp. Because the sun could have been have already changed, even though it's the actual day. But anyway, you're combative, you're ornery, you're angry all the time, and that's all right. I accept you for you. You know, it's to me. If you're an Aries, you're an Aries all the way. When you're an Aries, you're an Aries all the way from the birth that you were born and the day you die. <laughs> all right, so we have we have answered our question. Uh huh. Um. What? Did you answer the question? Oh, it, did I? First of all, you already know the answer to the question. My glass She's is half, always always half half, half full because full. all of the even the world is just filled with joy where you look at it because that's what they taught me in those books that I read. <laughs> Do you see how you're combative? Do you see how you make me angry? I make you combative. You're ornery, not me. No, you are 100%. <laughs> that is a perfect example no, of you, are, you being ornery, you are not a, me. 100% ornery. I am not an ornery person. Anyway, Turns way, out Odie is the ornery I person. I am a glass. There she goes. Look at this. Not even half full. Look at this person. I am a glass <laughs> when three-fourths <laughs> of the way full because I am always looking for the joy, the redemption, the love, the all the good things mm-hmm. that come out sure. of life. Because you know what? Know what? I know that good things always are going to come to me. Sure. And I'm always going to ask for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm always going to be a positive light in your life. Just because you wear a yellow shirt doesn't mean that you're light. I okay. Am. I am. Doesn't does that doesn't mean that at all? All right. Okay. I'm super. I'm a super <laughs> light. And loving person. No. I'm full of joy. Look at this. Look at this. I'm full of joy and optimism. She, turns out, is actually the secret curmudgeon. This is like the game Werewolf. (laughs) 
where she's giving you a whole diatribe about how she's not I, the werewolf when I, she is I, I love, the werewolf. I love she my is. life. I love Look people. at how high her voice okay. has gotten. I'm this is so not her normal fucking voice. And every every day, she day. she's just like she 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 speaks as if there's like gravel in her throat. But right now she's speaking like with her like high fl- <laughs> fluent like I'm gonna talk to my uh, co-workers uh, in a meeting voice. Whatever. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi! Hi, everybody! Let's play Udo! Here's the black fact. <laughs> anyway, I can't help that I am a joyous person <laughs> who gets the joy out of life. You, and yeah. even in the darkest of moments, I can still find the light. Okay? Cause if you say so. That's how I am. If, you say, so, if you say so. If you say so. Because that's the truth. That is the truth. And whether you can see it, it's the truth. Okay? And I don't, I don't have to pull up examples. Look, live your truth. I'm not going to pull up examples. Live your truth, even I'm if your truth gonna, is I'm not going to embarrass you here Wildly okay? misleading. Because I have examples your of how is my joy and my light shines bright like a diamond. Your truth is kind of questionable. I will say And that. I can't help that you're a curmudgeon. You're an ordinary person, but that's okay because you know why? I accept you for who you're. You you're the ordinary person. I am not. I am just. I am no. just a mirror that reflects no. everybody's no. stuff against that is them. Not true. That is that, that is, is who I am. That's who I always have true. been, and that's just what you it is. You are lying. That's not. You are lying. lying. That's just what it is. So that's just what it is. That's just right who I am as a now. person. And you can tell we your have, mind. We have a whole podcast by, that we have to do. Can we voice. move things the along? In your voice, you can we? Can mind. we move the? Uh, my voice has remained deep this entire time. No, it's the and that's how you know that I'm telling the truth. You're not. That's how you know that I'm telling the truth because I have been deep voice, deep throat, as if I've been chewing on fucking black and mild. Some back, some black and mild. What is it called? Black and, Black and Mild Royale. Black and Mild Royale. Oh, God, I miss them. Anyway, I miss okay. them so much. How has your mental health been this week? Uh, it Okay, so it's... Eh, this week has been a relatively challenging week, I will mm-hmm. say. Mostly because of work. Um, without getting into too many details, uh, I have been burdened with more work than necessary. Some stuff that I thought was finished had to be <laughs> reopened and reinvestigated. Like, mm-hmm. And all yeah. I'm saying is that if something is done, just let it be done. Don't second guess yourself. Like, believe in yourself. That's all you have to do is just believe, <laughs> believe in yourself and believe in yourself and that you're not even supposed to be a part of this process in the first place. As long as you keep your head to the sky. Oh um, That's the blower. That I can't get into it, but I'm just like, boy, oh boy, this is not supposed to be happening at all, and yet you are a driving force. To this. <laughs> um, okay, so how outside of work, how has your mental health been? Uh, my mental health has been relatively good. I, okay, so I got to get better at, at taking my medication on a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Were you gonna get ornery with me right now? No, there? I was not. Because I, I always remind you. You, yeah. I ask you. But you remind me late in the day. No, I'm like, Should hey, be me did you take your medicine today? 1 p.m. Did you take your afternoon meds today? And you're like, yeah, I totally did. I did. Oh. And then I'm like, oh, there's so many pills left in this bottle. Are you sure? <laughs> That's what the conversation has been. I have a doctor's appointment on Wednesday. I'm sure I will be fine. Okay. Hey. Listen, your meds, not mine. Shit, I should start taking them for the for my own you self. You probably should. Yeah, because they're the same medicine. Maybe That's what it, my doctor It is the same medicine. And I'm going to start taking you should them. Probably, you should probably, yeah. Because I have more focus it's, in all these things. I would love it. That would, oh my God, that would be a dream, <laughs> wouldn't it? Odie with more focus. That would be the dream, <laughs> right? Do you know how proficient this podcast would be? <laughs> no diatribes, no side fucking conversations. Just focus. Just bam. This is what it is. Bam. These are some racist drawings. Bam. This is Gilbert. Bam. This is Kanye and Adidas. Bam. This was Jeff fun. Hardy. Bam. Okay. Ebony Magazine. Where Don't would Flamingo. the best be if we always stayed on topic? You'd be bored with me. I'm not responding to that. I'm not. I'm not. So snarky and I. I had a. I had a passing thought that would have been funny. That you and I decided that the joke would have landed, but I will keep that joke to myself, and that will be a joke for me and only me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyhow, how has your mental health week been? Um. I would say, outside of my general... Your mom's um, not here anymore. <laughs> outside of my... And also, Nas, what do you mean by yes? <laughs> like, she was talking about your work stuff. See, you being ornery already? You being combative already? What's she talking about the work yeah, stuff? She Nas, was, what do you mean by yes? Please a, write in again. Um, I don't think it was about the work it stuff. Was, I, I it Maybe it, it was about the Gemini stuff. No, because that was ages before. We don't know. She didn't put a little Gemini icon. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Anyway. When it's done, it's done. She was talking about your work stuff. So. Thank you. All right. All right. Okay. I Thank you. I appreciate that, Nas. Thank you for making sure that I was right. All right. So. <laughs> um. Okay. This week, I will say that my mental health has been... Okay. I think I'm going to say okay. Hasn't been bad. It hasn't been great, but it has been okay. Um, therapy was great. Um, of course, per usual, my therapist dragged me in therapy. Um, because she, we were talking, we were just talking about like my reticence to like speak up. When, and say things and, and like tell people how I feel, etc. And we were just talking about how fear has been like, fear has been a big part of my relationships. And these are all, all relationships, not just like any romantic or friends or family, or whatever. Fear has been a, a part of all my relationships. 
And that she said that, like, I sometimes, well, not sometimes, she said I've been choosing fear instead of my relationships. Um, Which I was like, okay, bitch, drag me. But also, she was correct. Because when I'm, like, if I want to say something to someone, even if it's, like, something super small and just, like, to say, like, hey, I didn't like that you do that, or can we do this other thing, or whatever the thing, case may be. Um, oh, hi, Laurel. That's my that's my cousin's best friend. Oh, hello there, Laurel. Um, that I will choose the fear in my head and the, the like... Because it's like, if I wanted to tell you something, I will have a lot of fear around, like, oh, you're going to have a negative response, we're going to get into an argument, it's going to be a fight, et cetera, et cetera. And so instead of me saying that thing, I will say something else that's probably not what I actually wanted to say, or I won't say anything at all, just to, like, keep the peace. Uh, And then internally, I will be having all these different feelings and angst and anger, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so when she said that, I was like, damn, that's something that I have to work on mm-hmm. because not to say it's not that I didn't know that my overthinking impacts the relationships in my life, but it was that like, I never thought of it as like, I was choosing the fear over the people that I desire, like real connection with, mm-hmm. um, so I, I thank you, Lords, for constantly dragging me um, and pushing me to be better. Um, so, yeah, I feel like my, my mental health has been like, it's, so, it's constantly a, uh, what are those things called? What are those things? You teeter-totter? Use? Teeter-totter. It's a constant teeter-totter because it's like there's so many things that I'm, I'm dealing with every day. Or a pendulum. Yes, or a pendulum. Swinging back and forth. Um, but I'm very grateful to have my therapist. Oh, did I tell you that my, my the therapist that I was seeing for ADHD, she's no longer at the, she's leaving the practice. Oh, okay. So, so I won't be seeing her anymore. Oh, well. I haven't seen her for quite some time because remember the issue with my, my HSA card? Yes. So I was just like waiting, but now I won't be able to see her anymore because she's gone. But you know what? I appreciate you, Asiya. You also were very great, and I would love to be friends with you outside of therapy. Of course, you would love to be. First friends of with all, no, this is the thing. Therapy. She and I had such great. You connection. would love to be friends with your dentist, like, and and every other person that you interact That's with not outside. True. That is absolutely that is not true. true. Like this is you're you're the reason why kids in the eighties were trapped in refrigerators. <sighs> Because you're you, somehow you learned that like everybody should be friends. No, I just try everybody to, should be my friend. I'm not trying to make everybody my friend. I just feel like just most people, just ninety like, percent of people. If we have a good kid, friend connection, just why would I stop us from being percent friends? of people? I can't help that people like me. <laughs> I can't help that. There's nothing, look, let me make this clear. There's nothing wrong with, with being friendly with your therapist. I can't help that people like me. However, you also got to understand that <laughs> it might not be like, uh, uh, like, okay, like, there might be 
a a bit of a it, it might be hard to translate that friendship from professionalism into actual social. Yes, that's true. But I would say that me and Because they know so much about you and it's also extremely one-sided. Like maybe they might give you a tidbit here or there, but like by and large, therapists aren't supposed to be like, "Well, this is what's been going on in my life." Okay, so me, I will say, you know, they might give you something to relate to, but like they won't. It's not a true like you know give and take situation. Asia, it's a you come not, to me to tell me all this shit. She wouldn't and I'm tell gonna me help you necessarily stuff like about her life. But she would, like, if I was sharing something, she would share as well and be like, yeah, you know, I'm a, a older sister, so I'm, I've dealt with that. This is what I've done. Or I'm a, I haven't had this issue happen. So I feel like we could be friends, and I am open to that. I don't know what the little what requirements are for therapists, but I would be your friend because we're about the same age compared to my other therapist, Lords, who's like more think, of an auntie. I don't think ethically that's good. <laughs> I don't think ethically that First of stands. All, we would both be giving each other advice. And if we were, if we were, how are you giving her advice? If we were anything. actually friends, I would give her advice because my friends come to me. I don't know if I feel comfortable giving my therapist some advice. Why? There are people too. Like I'm I'm paying you to give me advice, and now I'm giving you advice for free. No, in a friend space. If you don't fuck off, in a friend space, you (laughs) should be able to give them advice. In a friend space, yes, you should be able to. But either way, Uh, that's that was my that was my. I don't know about that. That's a slippery slope right there. That slope is slippery. Slippery. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So. So yeah. We're done with our mental health section. Yes. Are you ready to go into grinding? Yeah. It's it's gripes. Um, gripes, grinding, whatever. Are yes. you ready to go into? Yes, it? I am ready. You're being combative, like I said. Bringing it. What? I'm just grinding right grind here. We're not grinding anywhere else. Just so, being just being correct corrective doesn't mean that I'm being combative. Like because I correct you does not mean that I'm being combative with you. I'm just making sure that you're on the right and narrow path of being right instead of just being loud and wrong. That's all. That's all it is. Ornery. Ornery. Um I do feel like though we should probably like change the lyrics to that because we do not only gripe here. We gripe to each other quite often. Well, but this is the safe space for us oh, to share. Oh, this is the safe space. Yeah. Whereas, okay. like, you'll jump down my back if I if I give you give you a little bit of like agita during the pop culture segment. But right here, this is the safe space for us to share. We gripe here. We're not griping anywhere else. We gripe here. You uh, are uh, not uh, only uh. ornery and combative, mm-hmm. you're also a liar. Uh, think that's for you to say and for no one else to believe yeah they do they believe it absolutely not all right what's matt been... nas do you believe this you right do. in I let us do. know um <laughs> tell me what has been pissing you off this week like i said earlier like i alluded to earlier when a project is done it's done i um, without giving too many details, I've been roped into, um, uh, okay. 
my my place of employment, mm-hmm. whose name I will not say. Okay. I probably said it on you past. Have. You have. Yeah, I have said it a, a, a bunch was, of times, all have, over the place, and or whatever I was like, like that. Why are you saying it? It seems unbalanced. It does. It does seem balanced. unbalanced, as in him being angry. No, it or, or, or her. Him being or her angry? being yes. ornery. I him probably being her. Angry. I don't know. Him being angry. Yes, it does. Anyhow, he is always anyhow, unbalanced. my place of employment. <laughs> I. I hope, let's just say for this coming week, I hope that they do the right thing. Yes. I'm just going to keep it that way and not elaborate. I hope that they do the right thing by the rest of the customer. I mean, yeah, of the of my department. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't say any specifics. <laughs> because I have a sneaky suspicion based on how the last few months have been. That ain't nobody getting racist. We're not going to... Listen, this is the glass glass half empty. Be glass half full. Everyone who deserves one will get one. Normally, I would have gotten an email alert with an... Uh, meeting update. Like a meeting like, hey, we're putting this meeting on the books. I have not gotten that. It's still early. at all. It's still early. There's two days before I give these motherfuckers it's out. It's too early. There's Let's, two days. Maybe you're gonna be the last one to get your update because you're the manager. Okay. Well, I'm still fingers crossed for you. I'm adding it to my. And people are asking. People are asking. They're like, even even they've been asking, like, hey, like, what's going on? Yeah. What's going on? It and, makes sense. And I've had to be like, I honestly don't know. Like, normally there's something that comes up, but like, it's frustrating this year, when you this don't year's have weird. Information. This is this is a weird year. Like the the last few years have been fucking awesome, and I've and I've, you know, been happy with all of what has happened the last few years. But like last this last year, this last six months, this last few months have been a telling and trying exercise in uh, corporate yeah. understanding and shenanigans. Yeah, so, I understand. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, so, like, that, that's that been stressing me out <coughs> and pissing me off. Just, like, my hope that my company will do the right thing by my people. Yeah. Because. Because you're a great manager. I thank you. I thank you. I appreciate you are. that. Yeah. And you're always looking out for your team. I'm always you go to bat for them. Can I tell you something? There's a part of me that's like if so I'm gonna just be real. If they don't get raises and I get a raise, there's a part of me that might be like, Hey, can I sacrifice my you're raise? You're a hundred percent never going to do that. I but like you're a hundred percent never going to do would that. Would I? No. Would I at least no. ask? No. Would I at least no. be the person to because say, first hey, of all, you're a black why is it in my brain though? Why is it in my brain? Why did I think of that though? If I'm not gonna at least like you're say, you're not hey. about to sacrifice your comeuppance. You will go to bat for those people still, but you're not gonna sacrifice it because at the end of the day, you're not going to be penalized. 
because everyone else is. You can think about it. It's great that you are. That's a glass half full. Uh, <laughs> Look full. at me having a glass half full mentality. But, but you're not going to do that okay. at the end of the day. You still make way less than all of your white I make parts. significantly less. So, fuck all this. Significantly less. Um, but okay, And somehow it, I'm going to do some digging to figure out if I'm making the sandwiches. Don't say. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll bleep that out. You can't bleep it out on live! I can't bleep that out on live, but... Maybe on the actual podcast. Can you? Is that is that all that's making you angry? That is all that's making me angry. Hold on. Okay. One thirty-nine. Um, beep. Yes, please. Out. Name. Thank you very much. <sighs> um. Okay. What's making you angry? What's making me angry? So, I would say I'm. Well, these are a few things. I'm gonna do one little, few little, little short things, and then like a bigger thing. <laughs> I'm angry at myself for volunteering for things at work because it puts more. These are things that I want to do, but I'm annoyed at myself because now it gives me more work to do yeah. outside of my actual work. But I do, I will say that the things that I'm doing, I actually, I, I feel really good about. I'm just like, damn, I have more fucking work to do. And I'm annoyed at one of our tools because it's not working and it's pissing me off because I'm trying to publish something and it's not working. And that's really upsetting me. Um, but the, the main thing that I'm upset about is um, if you all are near computer... Or you, you know, you can search something on your phone or whatever. I want you to look up um, migrant children child child labor laws because I read this article on the New York Times this week about how migrant children are basically being funneled into a lot of factory jobs and just jobs across the United States where they are doing hazardous work. And just work in general that they shouldn't be doing because they should be in class. And when I read it, um, the article I read was on the New York Times, and the title was Alone and Exploited, Migrant Children Work Brutal Jobs Across the United States, or Across the U.S. So you can look up that if you want. If you don't have the New York Times to, like, get a subscription, if you just search it, you'll find, like, other free places. Um... But it was really upsetting me and making me really sad because no child should have to work for their livelihood or their family's livelihood. Um, and it's like, of course, like I, when I was a teenager, I, I had been working. I, I had my first job when I was like in fifth grade, but like my first real job when I was like 16 so it's like having a job as a teenager is not unusual, but there's always very, spe- it's like specifications. You can't work a certain amount of hours. You can't work past a certain hour. It's like very clear that children are supposed to be home at school, not carrying the weight of, uh, of the family's financial burden. Mm. But with these migrant children, there's been so many, I think about 80,000 or 85,000 children who came across the borders have gone unaccounted for by the the government department that's supposed to be looking into them. Um, I want to say it's HCS, but I have to look. 
check again. Um, but I was just reading this article, and they were just talking about how a lot of the brands that we use um, are the factories are filled with children who are under eighteen, working crazy hours in dangerous work, and it just made me sad. And one of the companies that they talked about a lot was um, Hearthside Food Solutions. And they make food, they they are one of the plants that create, do like Chewy Bars, Nature Valley, Lucky Charms, Cheetos, um, and there's so many more uh, throughout the country. And it's like, the article is based, based in Grand Rapids, but it's literally across the country, you're going to find this happening. Like, even here in New York, you're going to find children working um in hours they should not have to work in dangerous situations and it just pissed me off because I feel like this is just like we all America continues to find ways to have a slave labor to do things that other people can't or do not want to do and people will turn a blind eye because it's not impacting them And it's like, just because you're not a a migrant person or you don't have family who are migrants or whatever does not mean this should not be important to you. Any child who is in this country should be here going to school, having fun, going to prom, doing weird random shit that children do, not going to school and then working a 12-hour shift at a plant. At one girl... I forgot the plant she works at, but it was talking about people who had been, this one woman had her scalp ripped off from the equipment because it got pulled on her hairnet. Just like things that I remember reading about in uh, middle and high school when they were talking about the um, child labor laws. Because if you, I don't know if you, I'm sure every school in America has had those those courses, but I remember when we were learning about the child labor laws and how they were enacted in like the early 1900s, and they had pictures of like five and six year olds in the different factories, and some of them had like lost limbs or fingers and stuff like that because because they were smaller, they were doing the the work that was like easier to do for people at that size, and I remember being so horrified learning about that point in our history and now that we are the pendulum is swinging back and not enough people are actively caring because they're still getting the uh indulgences that they desire whether it's cereal clothing you know house stuff like there's no real there's no real barrier to keep the children safe and regardless of how a child comes here, they should be safe. and They should be allowed to roam free, have fun. And, I mean, a lot of it does go into the sponsors who are bringing them here. Sometimes they're family, sometimes they're not. But it's a very much like a slave labor of like, oh, I'm going to sponsor you to come here. But then when you come here now, you owe me the money that I spent to sponsor you, the legal fees, the school fees, etc. Now, So you got to have to work at the plant. But then also... These companies who they're being, they're telling the managers, hey, we're noticing someone looks really young on the line and they're not doing anything. And that just, it just, it breaks my heart 
I cannot imagine what these children are going through. And I just want everyone to just really be paying attention to where they're getting their food, who's making the food for them, and how that's going to be impacting their lives. Because a lot of these companies in this article were like big places that are like big name brands who have millions and billions of dollars who can pay for workers of adult workers to come in but they don't want to or they don't care that the children that children are being exploited and i think when we talk about exploited children a lot of times people will think about like sex trafficking or something like that but this is also exploitative work because is this is not like they're on a farm and they're waking up at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. to feed the cows or whatever this is dangerous backbreaking work that is keeping them away from being in school, their regular study, and we just need to push back. <laughs> Excuse me, in whatever way possible. Okay. So that's it. That's what's making me. Ooh, I had hiccups. That's what's making me angry this week. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> put your hands in the air. Ow! Like up, up Ow! in the air. Up in the air. Put your hands in the air. Suck air. Swallow it. And. Uh, drink something. Suck and swallow, sure. Yeah. I mean... Well, the parents, I mean, if they're migrant children, some of their parents are back in wherever they're from. A lot of these kids are coming from, like, Central America, and their parents are back home, or guardians are back home, and so they'll have aunts and uncles or cousins or whatever here in the States checking to sponsor them, and then they, or even like a family friend or someone, they just know will sponsor them. So they, a lot of them are coming here without their parents, which one of the uh, sources in the article said has been a, a big change for them in their career as a social worker. Because before, when people were being sponsored, it was mostly by their family coming up to bring them here. But now it's these like kind of third parties, and they're bringing them here and they're exploiting them. Because they know they need to bring money to their families. And then they're, they're like, oh, well, you're going to be another mouth to feed in my household. So you have to pay. So it's just like, it's a very terrible, dark, twisted circle. And some like we need to like actually have things done about this. That's not just like closing the border. Because that's not actually going to help. There's still going to be migrant children who are coming. Um, but yeah, now... Oh, if okay, so this is just something that I thought about, mm-hmm. but um, I am happy that I'm not gonna say names, I'm gonna keep this as it is. I am happy that reconnection is happening, but I did not make the first move, I did not make the first call, <laughs> so please stop saying that that's what happened. <laughs> because I looked through my phone what? to double check to make sure that it wasn't me, and it wasn't me. Did that happen today? Someone said that? The, the, the individual that I'm talking about, yes. they've been saying that, yeah, they were following okay. up on a call from me. They told me that, and I was like, yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, you didn't. I didn't. I. It's a good thing that I it's didn't. happening. I didn't. It's a good thing that it's happening, but let the record just be known. I did not do that first, 
Okay? Yes. You should be proud. Be the bigger man that, like, actually reached out first. That's good that you did. That's fantastic that you reached out first. Like, that that shows pride and, you know, you put it aside and everything like that. That's great. That is great. Now own it. Own it. Own it. Own it. You don't have to say that it was me first. I ain't do shit. I ain't do shit. Well, now we're going to go on to our favorite time on the podcast. And this is where we talk about the things that made us happy. I'm the baby merchant. Cats are us. I give you our service. And no damn fuss. We're the baby merchant. Just a week or two. Uh, Nas, if you want to text me and ask me what that little diatribe was, I will definitely answer said text. (laughs) But I cannot and will not give more details on this podcast just because I do not know who is listening. And therefore, I'm not, I know some people are going to be listening, but like, I don't need that to come back to me in a bad way. (laughs) Lord knows I do not want any more awkward family meetings. Oh, all right. So what is making you happy this week? I went first last time. You go first. Oh, okay. Well, number one, I got to see my babies. And I didn't even get to see this one. I got to see Kata. Mm-hmm. I got to see Dins, mm-hmm. and I got to see my sister's best friend's new baby. His name is Ellington, and he is 100% the Duke. Aww. He's so cute, so squishy, so sweet, has a huge head of hair. Just loved him. Um, but I got to see my babies. I got to also see some of my sister's best friends who are like my big sisters. I love them. I was very excited. I got to see my sister, of course, which makes me happy. Um, yeah, I can tell. No, of course. From, it, from the enthusiasm. It always makes me happy to see her, but I'm like, okay, right now she's getting overshadowed, overshadowed by Kata. Mm-hmm. Even though he's poopy and grumpy, he's a little old man, and he doesn't want anyone else to touch him <laughs> besides her. But should I get it? He's a pandemic baby. These pandemic babies... They are just like, I'm about the person who gave birth to me and my and the partner, and that's it. And I understand that because, like, your mom. You want to be with her all the time. Um, what else is making me happy? Well, I will say I am happy about the new roles that I've taken on at work. Mm-hmm. Even though it gives me extra work to do, I do feel really excited to, like, execute. Um... And I'm proud of myself for just in general speaking up, saying how I feel, and uh, being transparent, which I think that I have been striving to do. I haven't always been the best at, even though I thought I was. But I'm grateful that I am doing that now. And I look forward to more transparency in the future. Um... But I think that's about, I think that's it. Well, okay, well, that's not it. I'm also 
immeasurably happy mm-hmm. to be doing this podcast with you. Aww. As always. Okay. Um, I love spending time with you and getting to chat with you and talk about all these things. Mm-hmm. So that is what is making me super happy this week. Oh, and also we got to see Ant-Man this week. Yes, we did. And Jonathan Majors... Can't, you can't have you can't see him and not feel happy. I so. had a major boner for Jonathan Majors. Didn't we all? Yes. If you didn't have a major boner for Jonathan Majors, I don't know. Both my heart and my hard. <sighs> okay. He's a handsome man. He's a handsome fucking Civil War face ass man. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please tell me what else you are happy about this week, please? Doing this podcast with you, reconnecting with my cousin. Uh, okay. What that? That was a good thing. Yeah, that but you literally just yelled about that. You could. You should have not given specifications. No one knows that those two things you... are connected. <laughs> You, you, and you hadn't said anything. Those you, could have been two different. No. Isolated. Those could have been two different you fucking things. You used reconnection in that last segment so people would have known. I don't know if anybody would have picked that up. I think they would have. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, hey. Well, no one, know, no one knows. No one knows. No one knows. No one listens to this. Heaven uh, <laughs> Except, Heaven except for my, my uncle and my mom. <laughs> Shout out to Uncle Roy. Shout out to, no, wrong uncle. Uh, oh, uncle right. Buster. Uncle Buster. Shout out yeah. to Uncle Buster. Shout out to Uncle Buster. I was thinking about your grandpa. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have an Uncle Roy. He's named after. No, no, no. I know him and I was thinking about him because I was like, oh, that's what your uncle's named after. But, all right. Gotcha. Yeah. No. But, but yeah. It's good that I'm reconnecting with family. That's fantastic. Fine. You can also listen back to what I said in my grumps uh, as far as that is concerned. But it is good overall yes. in a whole. I'm happy for that. It is. It is. Uh, I'm looking forward to a, vaca- a a mini vacation that I'm having. I'm going down to D.C. to, uh, to hang out uh, with my friends. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Is that your hair? Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to you. Hey. Um, and, uh, so that should be fun. I have Friday off and Monday off. So I, so I'll, that's my mini vacation to myself. Uh, yeah, look at the hearts, look at the hearts. Um, take it, take it some time, much needed time to myself. And that's pretty much it. That's, uh, that's everything that's, uh, been good this week. I can't think of anything else. That's great. I've been doing a lot of winning and risk. So that's been great. Ugh. The, the win-loss ratio has shifted. Your win-loss ratio was always higher than mine. But but there was a time where it was started swinging back to your always winning. No. And Just now it started to swing back over to me winning. Doesn't mean that I was always winning. I just was no. There was a, a no. There was a thing where like you you decided like, hey, I'm gonna get out all the other countries and stack up on all my stars, and 
I'm just like... The only reason I do that is because if you don't, they're going to attack you and then I'm going to be decimated. Sure, but then I had to change my strategy and I was like, okay, all right. I see, I wow. see, I see what you're doing. So now I'm going to do the same thing and also stick to my secret strategy. It's not a secret. It's, it is a secret. But... I've enjoyed playing Risk with you this week, and I've enjoyed spending time with you this week. And now I think that we're all done, right? Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's everything. All Um, right. So, hey, folks, don't forget, follow us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you have podcasts. That's where we're going to be. Yeah. Um, And like, subscribe, share us. Stay tuned for us uh, on Wednesdays Wednesday because we, we will be do back watch out Wednesdays. Watch out now on Wednesday or watching kaleidoscope. kaleidoscope. We took a departure last on um, this week because we had gone to see Ant Man, but we're right back in Kaleidoscope. We're almost to the end. Yes. So stick it with stick with us, and maybe after this we can uh, uh, do one for the various seasons of Snowfall. We'll see. Hey, we'll I will watch Snowfall with you. We'll see. I don't mind. Um, so, yeah, like, share us, like us, comment, subscribe, give us five stars, all that good stuff. And tune in. We'll, okay, well, next week will be on Wednesday, but we will probably not be here for Friday because he's going to be away. Yes. So you got to get in where you fit in, you know? Um, so we Unless will, you do, like, an early morning one. What early morning one? I don't know. Like, if we did an early morning Friday episode of the podcast. I doubt that's going to happen. I doubt. I, no, I also doubt because but who you knows? snore like a log until 10 o'clock. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to shade me right now. We had a great sign on. Yeah, we did. I was waiting for you to finish. Anyway. So we can, we can get wrap this up and get the fuck on out of here. Wrap this up. And see y'all later, okay? And happy two years of podcasting. Happy two years of podcasting. To us. Yes. Send us a cake or, or money or something. Yes. Join our join us on money. Anchor or something. We get money. money on there somehow. Yes. So do that. Send us money on Anchor. All right. <laughs> Take it easy. Keep Bye. it sleazy. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to contact the podcast, you can reach us via email at blackandsnerdypodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at blackandsnerdypodcast, as well as on Twitter at blackandsnerdy. You can find me, Maurice, on all social media under the handle Licorice is Legit. That's L-I-C-O-R-I-S-H is Legit. And you can find me on Instagram. It's that's O-D-T-H-A-T-S-O-D dot E. And on Twitter, T-H-A-T-S-O-D underscore E. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to us. Tune in next time to the Black and Study Podcast, where snurds of a feather rock together. Remember Bye. To- <laughs> no, this is keeping it. We're keeping this in. Don't forget to take your meds and your subs and drink water. Bye. Bye. I actually want to keep that. <laughs>